what is the black hole of Zone 3, and why do you need to make sure that you avoid it? Bill had been stuck in a real rut with his training. He had found over the last few years that his performance in races wasn't improving, and as well as that in the training runs, particularly with the club he would run with, he was finding it harder to keep up with those long Zone 2 runs than he used to. And this lack of progression in his performance led to him feeling very unmotivated to train. And this lack of motivation led to less consistency in his training. And as you can see, this set up this vicious cycle where the worse his performance gets, the worse his motivation was, the worse his consistency was, and that would lead to worsening performance, worsening fitness, and the cycle continues. And the reason Bill hadn't been seeing improvements in his performance with his training was because he had fallen into the black hole of zone three. Essentially, if you have five training zones going from everything from like really, really easy to really, really hard in terms of intensity, zone three is going to sit right in the middle. It's often called comfortably hard because you can feel like you're doing something, but you can keep going for a long time. And this is why a lot of runners, particularly recreational runners, find that their long runs and their endurance runs, which should be done in zone two, which is more of an aerobic base building zone, end up being done in zone three, even though they don't know it. It's because if they run that slow so that they are in zone three, they just feel like they're not doing anything. It feels too easy, so they speed up a bit so they feel like they can do something, but they want to hold at a pace that they can actually sustain for the duration of the long run. That leads to them ending up most of the time in zone three. They're almost pulled into it inadvertently, and that's why one of the reasons I call it the black hole of zone three. Now, running your long runs and your endurance runs, which are supposed to be done in zone two, in zone three is a problem for a couple of reasons. First up, when you're running in zone two, the vast majority of the energy that your muscles are using to propel you forwards is being generated by something called your oxidative system. This is also termed the aerobic system or the aerobic base system. When you're running in zone three, a larger proportion of your energy that you're using to drive yourself forward is being contributed by the glycolytic system. Now, I don't want to get into too much physiology and in-depth on the energy systems today, but if you're interested in a really deep dive into this, just click the link in, my, in the description and sign up for the free Running Fundamentals course. I've got energy systems modules that go through this in great detail so you'll understand what I'm talking about. But to sum up, our slow speed is our oxidative system, which is often called our aerobic or aerobic base. Our medium speed is often called our tempo speed, and that is more from our glycolytic system. And then our fast speed, which is where you might do like track sessions, sprint intervals, hill sprints, and things like that. That's most of the energy is generated there from your phosphagen system. And zone two runs are designed to target the oxidative system and help build your aerobic base. But when you're doing your endurance runs and your long runs in zone three, you're getting a little bit more glycolytic system development than you would otherwise, and not as much oxidative system development. This means that your endurance runs and your long runs are not specifically targeting that aerobic base development that we're looking for. So that's the first problem with doing your zone two runs in zone three. And the second problem is that you end up just a little bit tired all week because you're running just a little bit hard, not really hard, but just a little bit hard on your endurance runs and your long runs. The problem here is that mild fatigue when it comes to your higher intensity interval days, which you should be trying to hit zones four and five, 
means that you can't quite hit the same peak pace during those, let's say, zone five intervals because you're still just a little bit tired from the other runs that you've done earlier in the week. That means that those peaks that you would hit at zone five end up just a little bit slower, again, being pulled down towards a sort of zone three effort. So your slow runs are too fast and your fast runs are too slow and all being pulled into this medium pace, the black hole of zone three. Now to fix this problem for Bill and the way you can fix it yourself is that you need to develop or acquire specific customized training zones for you for heart rate and for pace. And the way I suggest that you do this and the way I do this with our athletes is to do a 20 minute time trial. You're gonna go as hard as you can for 20 minutes and take your average heart rate and pace for that 20 minute time trial. And then you're gonna plug it into the calculator on my website. If you're curious and wanna do it yourself, again, just click the link in the description, sign up for that running fundamentals course, it's free. And one of the modules after you've learned about the energy systems and stuff is talking about how specifically to do this. And it gives you a link to the calculator so you can put the values in. So this is what we got Bill to do. And when Bill did his 20 minute test, his average heart rate was 150 beats per minute. And his average pace was 554 minutes per kilometer, which is about nine minutes 30 per mile. So when you put the numbers into our calculator on the website, his zone two heart rate was to hold between 120 and 145 beats per minute. And his zone two pace was from about 655 minutes per kilometer to 745 minutes per kilometer, which is about 11 to 12 minute miles. So now Bill had to do for all of his endurance runs and all of his long runs, those aerobic base building runs, he had to hold his heart rate between 120 and 145 beats per minute. And in Bill's words, this was a bit different. I've come to discover that in the past, I've been doing my workout at the wrong pace and heart rate. By sticking to the prescribed pace and heart rate, my runs have become more effective and I've begun to look forward to speed work. And this is the nice thing that we see often with people when we get them to customize their training zones and usually slow down for the endurance runs and, and um, long runs is that they're not quite so fatigued by their training all the time. There's not this sort of constant low-grade fatigue. So they actually start to enjoy the interval runs, whether it's hills or sprint intervals or track workouts or whatever, because they've sort of got the energy to put out a, a really good effort and they're trying to hit higher peaks for pace during those intervals. It's, it's more fun. And this is what Bill's feeling. So now he doesn't feel quite so tired by his training. He's enjoying those easy runs because they are easy. He's cruising along on the long runs and finishing them feeling fresh and then when it gets to those zone five runs when we ask him to go as hard as he can he's hitting higher paces and that's really encouraging so now he's going to get those oxidative system developments that we were looking for by slowing down into zone two for his long runs and then his endurance runs he's going to be using uh, getting his energy from a larger proportion from the oxidative system so the stimulus to develop that oxidative system or the aerobic base, which is essentially the same thing, is going to be stronger. So he's gonna be more effective during his base building. On the other side of the spectrum, he is now hitting higher paces and higher intensities, higher muscular force peaks and this kind of thing when he's doing those interval runs. What this is gonna do is stimulate more time using energy in greater proportions from that phosphagen system. So the phosphagen system is gonna be stimulated to develop further 
so that this raises his ceiling essentially by doing those fast workouts really fast he's raising the ceiling on what he's capable of so that then his lower paces have more room to move up because the ceiling has been raised and now we're going to need to repeat that 20 minute test to calibrate Bill's zones every three months or so like you can do it more often than that but if you're thinking i just want to make it simple if you do it every three months that's like four times a year so you, if you're like in the business world you could do it every quarter and that'll allow you to calibrate your training zones regularly for heart rate and pace because they should match so if you're doing a long run and you're keeping your heart rate in zone two and you've got pace zones which you can get from our calculator for free doing that 20 minute test you should see that the pace zones match after a few months like two or three months of um, consistent high quality training you should see that at the same heart rate so the same zone two heart rate the pace that you can hold ends up being a bit higher and that will mean that your zone two heart rate may result in you running in a pace that's in zone three meaning that you need to recalibrate your heart rate zones and all you do is you do the 20 minute test again plug the results in and you'll get new results so you'll get different pace zones but your heart rate zones will usually stay about the same because now you can run faster at the same given heart rate as for bill when we started working together a few months ago he felt disheartened with his training with his lack of progress with his inability to be consistent and he felt overall just unmet to keep up with his training but now that he's avoiding the black hole of zone three he's getting fitter he's getting faster he's not so fatigued all the time he's going harder on his hard workouts he's going easier on his easy workouts and he's enjoying his training which is the most important thing because that's allowing him to get that motivation back now that he's got the motivation back he can remain consistent and he's been incredibly consistent in the last few months with his training and if he keeps that up that's when he's really going to see his fitness and his performance really start to shine he's currently gearing up to run the clinic with his local running club the half marathon clinic he's going to be starting that soon and we're excited to see how that goes and how 2024 works out for bill i'm pretty excited i think it's going to go awesome bill if you're like bill and you feel like your performance is just not improving you're stuck in a rut with your training and worst of all maybe you're you're just not enjoying your training anymore. You don't feel motivated to train because you're stuck in that vicious cycle where you're not improving your performance, meaning your, consist your motivation gets worse, which means your consistency gets worse, which means your performance gets worse. If you're having trouble like that, we can definitely help, help you just like we helped Bill. So if you're interested, just click the link in the description to book a free call and we'll have a chat and see if we're a good fit.